This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This podcast is brought to you by Midland Radio USA, your leader in overlanding and off-road communications. Also, join the brigade at truckbrigade.com, the best of the best for off-road and overlanding gear. Rigid Industries Off-Road Lighting. Own the night with Rigid. Radar Tires, an active supporter of the Breast Cancer Research Foundation and manufactured carbon neutral since 2013. Smittybill Off-Road, providing high-quality products built for living the off-road lifestyle. ICS Fabrication, designing industry-leading mounts, drawer systems, and off-road accessories. And Blue Coolers, 10-day ice at half the price. Welcome to the Anderson Overland Podcast. Yo, what's up, everybody? Thank you so much for being back with us here on episode one of season two of the Anderson Overland Podcast. I am absolutely blown away that it's been a year already. I can't thank you guys enough for the conversations, the uh, gosh, the, the messages, the reviews, just absolutely amazing. Thank you so much to our listeners. We just rolled over 4,300 listeners this this week. I just checked. That's our cumulative number between all of our podcast providers. And that is insane to me. So gosh, thank you guys so much. I, I've just had such a great time with this thing. And I never thought in a million years I would enjoy something like this. And I really do. This authentic conversation, this talk shop you know, style of podcast has just been great. And I think people really resonate with it. And um, I really appreciate you guys. So I, I wish I could give you all a gift, but this is the gift I give to you right now. This is such a great conversation I had with Chase Gentry of the Ford Bronco Ambassador Program. We did this in my Forerunner. 
in Flagstaff, Arizona for the Overland Expo, and it came out great. There's just some awesome content here, and I hope you guys enjoy this amazing episode for season two, the first one. So thank you guys so much. Be sure to, to help us out. Get on to your podcast provider, share it, like it, uh, leave us a review. I would love to hear what you guys think. It really means a lot to me. It really does. If you guys could take a couple minutes out of your day and do that for us, that would just be tremendous. I know you can do it on Spotify and Apple. If there's any other providers you can as well, I really appreciate it. So anyways, I hope you guys are having a great one and enjoy this awesome conversation with Chase. Here it is. Welcome back to the Anderson Overland Podcast. <laughs> we are out in Flagstaff, Arizona. I'm with my good buddy, Chase Gentry. Yeah, He's a Ford Bronco ambassador, and uh, we are doing the most ghetto podcast ever <laughs> in my Forerunner. Yeah, well, let's set the tone a little more. We're in an Overland Forerunner. That's true. At Overland Expo, <laughs> doing an Overland podcast, like... We're, we're it doesn't get it. any better than yeah, this. It, it really doesn't. Yeah. We it's, got it. We got it dialed. This is like the most perfect environment ever, dude. The only thing that would make this better is like if we were like on a mountainside yeah, somewhere. Yeah, like not not an Airbnb I thought about, driveway. Yeah, I thought about <laughs> man, we should take this thing up to the freaking ski resort up on the hill up there and like overlooking the city. But I'm like, oh shoot, I forgot my goal zero, yeah. so there's no power. So, and we'd have to keep the forerunner running to half power. I'm like, that's not going to work. So. Oh, well, this is working great. Yeah. Meanwhile, the neighbors are through the windows with their phones, influencers <laughs> in the wild. Yeah, they're yeah. like, what the hell are these guys doing out here? <laughs> these two dudes sitting in this forerunner <laughs> <of the driveway, laughs> having romantic conversations. <laughs> oh, man. So how you doing, bud? I'm doing good, man. Yeah? Yeah. Just uh, out here from Texas? Yeah, 20 hours, man. It was, uh, Jeez. It was a long yeah, long run. Oh, I bet, man. I, I have done that drive in 24 hours straight through. At Christmas, through the snow, and oh my God, it was it was gnarly. It was gnarly. Yeah. I can't imagine. Like I had people with me to keep me awake. I can't imagine doing that by myself. Yeah, I left my house at eight a.m. I drove all day, all through the night, and I stopped at four a.m. the following morning. Slept three hours in the Bronco. I was like an hour and a half out from here. Wow. And the next morning, drove in. Yeah, so it's. Gnarly. Been a long couple days. Yeah, I'm glad you got some sleep. <laughs> yeah, I remember yeah. I was yeah. talking to you yesterday, and you're like, "Dude, I just got to go to bed. Yeah. I'll talk to you tomorrow." <laughs> I tried to go to sleep for like 25 minutes. I'm like opening the Bronco, like putting my mattress out, and people kept walking up at the booth, like, "Leave me alone." I'm like, "Damn it, okay, what's up, guys?" <laughs> oh man, yeah, that's brutal. Yeah. That is brutal. So tell us uh, an update. Like the last podcast we did, you were getting ready to receive the new Bronco. Yeah, when did we and do that podcast? Gosh, that was almost a year ago now, man. That's crazy. Yeah, I think it was like maybe, I don't know, last fall, summer. Yeah, yeah I'll have to look at the date. But it, we just rolled over a year of the podcast last week. So That's crazy, man. Yeah, four, over 4,000 listeners now. Wow, yeah, dude, that's 4, awesome. 4,054. That's awesome. I know. Man. I was like, what? Heck yeah, yeah dude. Congrats. In a year? I know, man. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, you know, I th like what I stand on with this thing, what I've been trying to do is just authentic, content rich, like yeah. just chill like this. Like, yeah. you know, not commercialized, just, you know, we're just talking shop. Yeah. No, you know? I, I think that translates, uh, you know, really well to people and they can, you know, I guess appreciate it and relate. You yeah. Because it's, it's authentic, real, original stuff and not salesy. You right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. There's, there's it, so much. It's not rehearsed. It's not yeah, fake yeah, fly-by-night yeah. BS. It's so, it's pe know, from I, people like us who've done this. We we have the experience behind yeah, this. We're not yeah. just like, oh yeah, check out this product I've never used. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, there's so much of that these days. It's crazy. Oh yeah, it, there is, man. But yeah, it's been 
gosh, it's been a year, dude. So Crazy, man. Yeah. yeah. Good to so, see you again here. Yeah, you yeah. too, man. <laughs> I'm stoked you're here. Yeah. And I was stoked to see you today. I was like trying to find the Red Hawk booth. I'm like looking on my phone. I'm like, dang it, I can't, I can't all, get internet. It's, it's all numbers. Yeah. Like C7. Where the hell is <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Dude, I was looking on my phone literally. And I'm like, where is this? And I'm waiting for it to load. And I look up and there's the, the Red Hawk booth. Oh, like, <laughs> my wife's like, seriously? I'm like. Okay, there we are. It's meant to be. Yeah. So, yeah. dude, tell us what's what's happening. So now you got this freaking awesome <clears throat> rig that's actually parked out next door. I'll have to post a picture of this thing parked next to the Forerunner. Uh, it is badass. It is, man. Like I, uh, it's it's so interesting how this whole thing came to be. And honestly, like I'm genuinely just extremely flabbergasted, man. I, I, this whole opportunity is just, it's amazing, really. Um, I was, I was in the market for a new vehicle a little while ago, and uh, on specs, I had been looking at the Broncos, and, you know, on paper, you know, I mean, you drive, you know, you've, I've, Toyotas are awesome. You know, they're, yeah. they're, they're awesome platforms, you know, but you got to spend a lot of money to to get them to do, yeah. you know? I to mean, get them to do what you want them to yeah, do. I mean, yeah. Out yeah. of the box, they're, they're great, you know, but um, I was, I was kind of ready for something, and I was looking at these, and then I got an Instagram DM from, from Ford. That's crazy. You know, like that shortly so thereafter, bad. when I <laughs> like before they launched, and I'm like, "There's no way that this is real." Yeah, and, yeah, cause uh, especially from Instagram, I'm like, "Dude, who's this? Like, is this freaking fake yeah, or somebody?" Like, I, I actually, you know, I felt kind of bad. Now I actually responded kind of arrogant, like, "Whatever, dude." Like, you know, like words <laughs> really? in my DMs, you know, like <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. I, I even told my, I told Jackie and my wife, and I was like, "Babe, somebody just claimed to be Ford slid into my DMs." She's like, "Whatever." <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Here you yeah. go. Look. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, I got a, a five-page NDA from Ford Motor Company, and I was like, oh, this is good. This is wow, legit. Wow. So, yeah, man, it is. Uh, it's. I love it. It. Uh, I'm having a lot of fun with it, man. Yeah, it, dude. I love the content you're putting yeah. up. It's so rad. I am, like, I loved watching you build that freaking setup for Red Arc, dude. I'm that was so, so proud sick. of it, man. Dude, I'm, that turned out legit. I was like, I was thinking, dude. You could make these and sell these. Like, My wife said that for real. Yeah, like that turned out so good, man. You know, so I, I got like the biggest compliments today, over and over and over. If I had a dollar for somebody asked me, "Is that a goose gear box?" and I was like, "No, no, way. it's not." But I will definitely take that compliment. I was That's like, awesome. "This is a Chase Gentry box. I built this in my garage. It took me three weeks." Yeah, Gentry boxes. Yeah, boom, yeah. microphone drop. Yeah, no, I like it, man. It's got all my uh, all my goodies in it. My power management system, my spare auxiliary battery. It, I mean, it, my air compressor. Everything is there. I've, you know, I've been charging phones, cameras, iPads. Last three days, like nothing. Like nothing. Yeah. Dude, that 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 control center that you have. Like when I saw that today, I was yeah. like, dude, that is it's crazy. So freaking badass. So Red Vision and Trail Racks collaborated to make that little mount, and uh, nobody had seen it mounted there in a Bronco before. So I'm the first one to do that. Really? That yeah. did that where you mounted it? That screw there or that bolt yeah, was, was like absolutely freaking like perfect. It was meant, like it was meant to be. Like it's meant to be. Like yeah. the window clears it perfectly. So, yeah, I can fit my hand behind it. it. I mean, it shuts fine. I, I, the you know Bronco Jeeps, they both kind of have small windshields, so that box is is kind of big. Yeah. So I didn't want it to block my view because obviously you want to see what you're driving. Yeah, yeah. The whole point. Or have it somewhere where you can't see yeah. it. And, and um, yeah. I actually mounted it on, my, on the center of my dash, and I was like, that's just, it doesn't look right. And yeah. uh, I was like, oh, I can mount it right here maybe. And I went to like Home Depot, got a bolt, and put a 20 millimeter ball there, and like, that works great. Yeah, dude, that is legit. It so, looks like, it totally looks stock. Yeah, yeah. Like, like it was I saw it, I'm like, whoa, like. They made that for this, yeah. like, and then you're like, "No, I put this here." Yeah. What? Yeah, yeah, dude, that is a legit setup. That, 
that that line X too, like to like finish that thing off was like, psh, yeah, like it's funny. Perfect. Like when I was building, I have you know I was posting a lot of it on my Instagram and. uh Cause it was a lot of work. I was proud of what I was doing. Yeah. You know? And, uh, because I knew I was going to be at Overland Expo in a red art booth with a ton of people opening up, I like, man, this thing cannot look ratchet. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Oh, and totally. Yeah. So like I built my flat four system in the back of my Tacoma and like, not that it looked bad, but like I wasn't really concerned about people looking in the back of my truck. Right. You know, it was like meant for my dogs, you know, yeah. so this is a little different. I was like, all right, this is like next level. Plus it's an ambassador <laughs> Bronco. It's, Sponsored Red Arc stuff and like, you know, there's going to be a thousand people in this thing all the time and everywhere I go. So like, it's got to look like it's meant to be there. So yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah. I spent a lot of time and effort. Jackie was like, are you going to be in the garage again all day today? I'm like, probably. <laughs> yes. Dude, you know what the best investment I have ever made was huh. I, like a couple of months ago? I freaking put a 36,000 BTU AC unit, like a mini split in my garage. Oh my God. For the I, summers, dude, you need to do that. I'm telling you, it's that was so, the best freaking yeah. thing I've ever done. It's so hot. I mean, I live oh. in South Texas, man, and it's it's 90 to 100 degrees every single day with 90 to 100% humidity every single oh, day. Yeah. And so, you know, I get up early in the morning, knock out like a bunch of stuff for a few hours and like... Man, that 11 o'clock hour rolls around to like four, it is just like being in a sauna. Brutal. It is yep. terrible. Where you're just dripping. Dripping. Yeah. Dripping with, you know, you get in, you lean in the vehicle and like you just, the, everything's all just nasty with Yeah, you're like wiping shit down yeah. afterwards because. You know, elbow on a console <laughs> reach and you slide off of it, you know, just like, yes. like a slippery wet noodle like, hey, inside. Baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude, mine, mine too, like we, where we live, it's like, you know, probably on average 118 120 during summer months for like eight months yeah but it is it's in the garage oh dude like outside you sweat but it's like you said it's dry heat you're just getting beat down like that freaking cartoon of that freaking poor like burrow like you know like crawling through the desert you know like that's like opening an oven and that just like yeah hitting you in the face dude i have a temp gun it was 140 degrees on my garage floor on the concrete floor last summer and i was like this i'm done with this yeah so i spent like I don't know. It's a climb error. It's like 2700 bucks. Yeah. DIY system. Totally worth it, though. Totally, dude. Yeah. And what was rad, too, is our house, they plumbed it, like, through the wall with pipes, so I could just oh, send all the refrigerator dude. lines down, yeah. and then I just poured a little pad next yeah. to the house yeah. and mounted it. And psh, Brilliant. Dude, it is so awesome. I can control it from my phone, too, so, like, if we're, like, I'm like going right to be working now, in a few hours. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Like, right now, I keep it constantly at 80 degrees yeah whether i'm home or not just well, to keep yeah, like I mean, batteries you from know, 140 to 80 like 80 yeah. is tolerable yeah you know 140s that's that's dude i was that's hot i was replacing batteries and stuff like i, I would have like agms and yeah. you know and stuff in my garage and they'd start swelling yep. and then they're trashed yep yeah. and so and they're like fairly new like six eight months old i'm like this is ridiculous so you know well, not to mention too like i, I sometimes i'll store parts and like yeah. stuff and like the humidity and the heat combined like you said things just swell you yeah know? and like you like have something that, and glues and everything yeah else. and it's just ruined and it's like damn man like i'm i have it stored in my garage where it's supposed to be safe and yeah it's like i yeah. just ruined it by storing it yeah and like yeah yeah and it's like all this money that you spend on yeah, stuff on like parts and glue. or you go to like get wood glue or something and it's like hard oh, as a rock block. you're like god dang it yeah, man I yeah got a wood glue block yeah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah can i use this for sanding maybe yeah <laughs> just peel this plastic away yeah man <laughs> yeah dude i know i i invested in that but like for working on the truck like we we camped all last week and i had the dometic in here and i have a aux battery system yeah, yeah. but where we live it's too hot to drive around with it like yeah. we're in our town like we're up here and we're driving like you know wherever it's where it's cooler yeah 
I leave it in there. But when we're at home, I take it out just because we're, you know, this is a daily driver too. So yeah. taking it around town and stuff, I pop that thing out. But man, to have like the ability to work on this thing in the garage, have it 70, I had it down to 75 degrees, dude. And like, <sighs> it was the best thing ever. Just in a, like putting the tent on, I like, I have this mount on my roof or on the ceiling of my garage. So we have, um, we have like an oversized like RV boat garage and yeah. a two car garage attached to that. And it's all one open area. Yeah. And so I back the truck in and I can lift oh, my tent so on nice. and off the top of the truck that's with a so little nice. pulley system, a yeah, crank system that I built. So nice, man. And so doing that, like just pulling in, shutting the garage door and just like lowering the tent down. Oh dude, it was the best. It was the best. So that's, I would highly recommend if you live in a hot area, the client, well, whatever company you want to use, but I use Climb Air. Yeah. It's a it's spell with a K. And it was 2700 bucks for DIY system on Amazon, and it was freaking awesome. That's like goals for me. I, you know, Jackie and I are trying to move out of South Texas into Colorado like early early this year. We've been, I've told you that before. We've yeah, trying, yeah. We've been trying to move out of, out of South Texas for a while. It's just COVID happened. You know, we got a business and all that stuff. Yeah, it's just hard, yeah. To, hard to just relocate. Trying to set things up to make that move, yeah. Yeah. And, it's a big, and, big, And big we're move. getting <laughs> to, to that point where that is going to be possible. You know, I'm traveling a lot more now because of the whole Bronco ambassadorship. And, you know, it, it's there's a lot of, you know. A lot of moving parts. Lot, yeah. yeah. I, I got to be on the move a lot, you know. Like this trip, I'll be on the road for three weeks. Yeah. So, you know, when I move... Like Jackie, my, you know, we're in a green, like, I'm getting a shop, you know, like some sort of something where I can pull it in. Cause my garage is wide, but it's short, it's, it's shallow. Oh, really? So like, yeah, I can shut the garage, but it's, you know, it, it, it's not ideal. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So especially for, for, I build stuff all the yeah, time. Yeah. For what we do, you have to have Yeah. That. You yeah. know, I'm, I'm constantly tinkering or fixing or adding whatever. And it's just, it's not, it's not the ideal situation for that. Yeah. You know? No, so, absolutely not. Yeah. It, dude, it's. It's the best. Like, I just pull our boat out and I pull the forerunner in, and I can work on anything I want. And I have so much room around it now. Like I was with you. Like our last house, we had this condo and had a, a one car garage. Oh. And I was building. I remember like the first Smitty built Smitty built Scout trailer we had. Yeah, built yeah, that thing. Yeah. In that little garage. That's how I found out about you. I told you that story. I saw your YouTube yeah. video a long time yeah, ago. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was dude. gonna buy one. I like those things, dude. Man. I just bought a second one. Did you really? Yeah, really? I just, I just, we just got the the. We made a um, lot of updates on those things. Yeah, we just got an um another second unit with the same ambassadorship program with Smitty Built again. Awesome, dude. Yeah, I contacted them. I'm like, hey, uh, Greg Kakula, who was our rep back, you know, when we got the first yeah. one, totally, you know, gave us this price, and we we're, you know, exchanging content and doing a bunch of stuff for Smitty Built. Uh, he left the company. I know he went mm -hmm. to like, uh, I think he went to Rhino. Reno uh, off-road and I was like you know but this is the the pick list this is the all the documentation here's the price they gave us I'm like yeah. do you think you guys could meet this because we'd like to get a second one and continue this relationship with you guys yeah. he's like oh yeah no problem Con Sweet. a contact with their social media guy and he's like yeah we'll uh we'll take care of you is it Corey yeah yeah yeah, yeah Corey yeah, yeah. super yeah. Good, he's dude. A good dude he's I'm actually yeah. trying to leave I'm gonna go to Sedona after Expo run a few trails in Sedona and then I think I'm gonna go to Albuquerque and get a back bumper for the full parts oh yeah yeah the Bronco back bumper. sweet I I scuffed this one up pretty good. Oh, did you? Yeah. <laughs> hey. it's, it's a little. I mean, it's a plastic, but it's like a Jeep. You know, like it it's needs to be. Dude, I yeah. got this freaking idea for the shirt. I I I won't reveal it yet, but I'm like that being considered, it's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be epic. My my daughter actually came up with the idea. No and I'm like, oh my god, that is perfect. So yeah, I'll have to freaking roll one of those over to you. But yeah, Corey, dude, he's he's super good, dude, and. 
um, got to know him the last couple months and, um, yeah, we got one in order and I, everything has arrived except for the body, yeah. um, to, uh, four wheel parts in Vegas. Dude, and so we're I, just waiting for that to show up. As soon as that shows up, I'm going to do a whole second build, dude. I have so much respect for, for full parts and it's in its entirety. I, I, I worked for full parts for a little while. I, Did you? Yeah. I, I didn't know that. Yep. I left the dealership for a little while. I, um, and down in South Texas, they they opened a store in McAllen, which is 20 miles North of me. <laughs> it used to be a Land Rover dealership. And, uh, I was a technician for them. I installed lift kits for no way. Yeah, for two years. Wow. I left the dealership because I was just kind of not not liking it. You know, yeah, it's yeah. Just, it's rootless and needs something uh, different. Needs something different. Yeah, and so I uh, full parts hired me. They 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 have you know they treat their employees well. The benefits are good. Um, and then I went back to the dealership, worked there for a little while, and then I went back to full parts. Wow. In Austin in sales. And, uh, yeah, man, I just, everyone there is, they're great, man. They, that's awesome yeah. that you have that connection, dude. Yeah. That's so rad. I didn't know that. Yeah. I don't know why I didn't know that. Yeah. That's awesome. I, I don't, I, it was two, I mean, a couple of years, it was two small brief moments, you know, in retrospect to the last 10 years I spent in the car business, but like, yeah. I, you know, in those, I guess, four years, they're just, they're, it's a great relationship. Yeah. They are a great company, man. We, everything that we've needed from them, I mean, Smitty Belt's been, they've been awesome, dude. They, yeah. Like every time that I've. I've contacted them and I thought this last time I'm like, it's been five years since we bought our first one, you know, five, six years. And I was like, I don't know that like with Glenn being gone, like, yeah. you know, who am I, you know, who am I going to contact again to, to re, you know, relight this, you know, yeah. fire this relationship or whatever. And, and, uh, so I reached out to him on social media. I'm like, Hey, this is who we are. This is what we do. We had this relationship with you guys, you know, before we were doing stuff with Glenn, it was great. And then he left and then we kind of just, you know, just kind of fizzled out for us and, we kind of went another route, but we're, you know, with the other avenues that we've taken in overlanding and what, what we do, that by far was our favorite setup. Yeah. It was the, the easiest to set up. It was awesome because you could just freaking tag that thing to a tree and, and leave camp and go complete setup yeah. and go trail ride all day long, come yeah. back and have it just be bitching, yeah. you know, and it pulled great. Yeah. It wasn't heavy. We yeah. took that thing on so many gnarly trails and it pulled just fine up these trails and Dude, I don't know, like, people are like, oh, you know, there's there's trailers that are, you know, you know, they're way better, or they're made better, or they're made different, and you should go this route. I'm like, dude, for the the price and the quality, the like, you're not going to, yeah, bank, you're not going to yeah, get anything for your buck, close. You know, what you get with it, and yeah. like, I will say, man, like, when I had my Tacoma built, like, it was a heavy little truck. Yeah. You know, like yeah. the tent, the rack, the all the armor, you know, all the, the, the suspension to handle all the weight, the gearing. I mean, I don't regret any of that, obviously. But now, because I pulled a trailer with for with the Tacoma for a little while, I borrowed a, a Patriot trailer, and it's like, it's a $40,000 trailer. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it's 2,000 pounds. Right. You know, but like the setup in its entirety as a trailer, being able to like, unhook go play come back and like not have all that extra weight on your vehicle yeah makes the trail experience a little bit more enjoyable it does because yep. you're not fighting your vehicle yeah you know, yeah they, and you can store so much stuff yes like, and and with us you know i mean i couldn't afford you know honestly just couldn't afford to drop 28 thirty thousand dollars yeah. on a turtle back or 40 on a patriot you know man. yeah i was like dude that's crazy amount of money you know for just the average you know mm -hmm. overlander like us you know we're yeah. not like yeah not full-time yeah we're not full-time like, but you know we're doing it a, a lot yeah a lot more than we can work yeah. but i still just like man i just can't drop that kind of coin on that right now so and then smitty boat came out with that dude and the quality of that thing for the price was just like unmatched like yeah. i couldn't i couldn't believe what we got the ind independent suspension yeah. and all the stuff that came with that dude and all the options and what's rad about it too 
which I like. And what's cool, you know, for, you know, what we do in overlanding is you can buy stuff and you can make it into what you want. Yeah. And that is like a, almost like a blank canvas. Yeah. And you can just make it into what yeah. you no, want that, it to be. So, you know? That's so true because, you know, when I used the Patriot trailer, like I said, it was, it was awesome, but like everything was already built in its place and there was things that's like, eh, there's kind of some wasted space here. Yeah. And yeah. For who, you know, whoever made it and designed it, obviously like it was, it fit their needs, but there was things that's like, yeah, I probably wouldn't, I don't need that. Yeah. You know? And so that being said, like what, what has been, you know, and it, like you said before with the, with the Bronco, like there's so much included with that thing right off the bat, which is insane, dude. I, I was watching them on that course today oh, yeah. and they were going through like some of the sandy areas and like yeah. the, I don't even know what was happening with the traction, but it was like, I've never seen anything like yeah. it, dude. Like the, the way that the wheels were moving and I was like, oh my God, it was crazy. Like what's your favorite thing about that so far? And what, I mean, what, what is included that is just like mind blowing with that thing. So, uh, there's obviously there, some pretty amazing there's technology. A, there's a lot, man. And like, it, it's going to sound like this is extremely biased because I'm an ambassador for Ford, but I was again, backtracked before there was any relationship like on paper i was already really interested in what the bronco had to offer right you know like my tacoma like a full runner you know i had you know 10 grand in suspension three grand in gears right three grand wheels and tires and like it takes a lot just to get a 33 with it not the rub you know like right and like locked front and rear 35s reservoir Jeez. shocks built-in bump stops it's already geared with Four thirty-five with all that, all stock. No way! Yep. Wow, uh, ten-speed transmission. It gets I Ford pays for my fuel, so I drive it like I stole it. And it's yeah. still sixteen miles a gallon. It's a wow. box on wheels on thirty-fives, and my, my Tacoma on a good day got twelve. Yeah, yeah. You know, this and, thing gets thirteen, and it doesn't yeah. have thirty-fives on it. You know, so I mean, I I drove here, and you know, the speed limit in West Texas is eighty miles an hour. People pass you running ninety-five. You know, yeah. So like you got to you're, you're moving 85, 90 miles an hour sometimes. Right. Like, you just one hand in it and like just the overall drivability for the cross country side of things is a huge deal for me yeah and then like when you get it off road it is honestly mind-blowing i dude i want to drive one of those so bad mm -hmm. like i was even thinking about it today i was like dude i want to freaking do that course on one of those things when are you leave just to, um actually i just booked two more nights so we're not leaving till monday now well shit i'll let you drive it yeah? yeah, sorry, I was taking a drink there. Yeah, this is the ghetto pod podcast, by the yeah, way. Yeah, taking, yeah. I'm taking drinks right now. See, yeah. <laughs> you can hear it. See, yeah, that's blue coolers, bluecoolers.com. Yeah, no, dude. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're we're staying. Uh, we actually we're gonna try and stay here uh, tomorrow too, but we got to check out somebody else booked this place, and so uh, we got another place up by the ski resort up there. So we'll yeah. be here through Monday. So I think I think getting back to the Bronco, I think my favorite thing. Oh, there's a lot of stuff, but like. I never, you, we talked about this inside a while ago. I never used cameras. You know, I just, oh, yeah, it's, yeah. It's kind of those things where I don't need that. Like, right. I know how to off road. Right. You know? But I spent two weeks in Moab. I did Hell's Revenge, Behind the Rocks, Fins and Things. Uh, I mean, I, I did Hell's Gate in reverse. Was it? <laughs> in reverse? In reverse. The whole thing. The whole thing. I mean, that whole Hell's, Hell's Gate, the obstacle. Yeah, yeah. I did it in reverse. Holy crap. Backed all the way up it. Wow. And that totally stuck. Wow. All the cameras. Like, just unreal. Like, I can see everywhere around that thing. And so, like, you know, when you come up over something and, you, you know, normally you're looking at the sky, you know, I can literally drive out of the 12-inch screen. It's just, honestly, it's, it's I, it keeps impressing me. 
Right. You know, I, like I do things with it that's like my truck would be immobilized right now if I did this in my Tacoma. Right. When I was in Moab, uh, there's a, if you go, you know, I guess south out of town, uh, on the right side, kind of past where behind the rocks is. Mm-hmm. There's a there's like a dune area out there and like we were ripping dunes and stuff and like I, I banked around this big sand dune and I came down and like I didn't see a, a dip and man I just I stuffed the front passenger side. I think I remember you telling me about that. Yeah, hard dude, hard like one of those times where you know you you, you know you do something off road and it's like oh shit, great. You know, Did I just break the frame. It was one of those. You know, like it hit so hard. You know, jaw chattering and oh, I was man. like something is definitely broke or bent and like. I, I haven't I drove it's fine wow like I just I can't believe the things that I've made it do and it just it just just keeps, keeps going keeps and going, going. Yeah. wow dude I think that they they spent some time like it put to put in you know to put the technology and the stuff that people are looking for into these things yeah. I mean it's it's cool like you know you see you know some of these other companies these, these manufacturers and like yeah oh, we're gonna put this truck out and it's gonna have this and this and this and, this. and you're like yeah well, somebody else has already done that yeah. like you know it, or you, like you said you know you're gonna have to drop 10 grand on something yeah. you know right off the bat yeah. 10 grand you know suspension yeah. whatever right with that like to have something just come with everything and not have to freaking change things yeah. out just you know to know that like okay you know, with a, a foreigner, you know, you're going to get like the TRD package yeah. you get with the Bilstein shocks yeah. and some coilovers maybe or whatever it comes with now. But Nobody's most people gonna, are like, I'm going to switch that out yeah, with something higher end. Yeah. Like with that, you don't have to you do that. You know it's higher end yeah, off like, the, right off the bat. Man, I don't want this to be like I'm selling you on a Bronco or yeah, selling, yeah, yeah. selling the audience on a Bronco. But what I'm getting at is so many people would argue with me like, oh, they're, that truck right there is $64,000. Yeah. So that's, that's a fully spec'd out wild truck. That's as low as you can get before you get to the Raptor. Right. You know, and like while it is a lot of money, my TRD Tacoma was $42,000. Right. You know, and then I had $29,264 in parts alone. I have it tallied. Oh my God. That does not include labor. Right. So you're talking an $80,000, $81,000 Tacoma. Right. That is nowhere near that capable. You yeah. know, and yeah. like, I'm up 15 grand if had I bought that. Right. And like, that thing would do circles around my Tacoma blindfolded in reverse. Wow. You know, and like it, that, it's really hard to beat that. How does it track, like just driving around town and stuff? Is it pretty I mean, rough or is it pretty smooth? No, it's really smooth. Really? Yeah, it's really smooth. Wow, that's it's like a razor with air conditioning. Really? Yeah. <laughs> it. I mean, like, especially when you get it off road. Like, it when if you're, it it likes to go fast. We'll just put it that way. Like, I can't gets up and goes. Say and post a lot of the stuff I've done with it because it's what like, size motors I have in it. It's a two point seven liter twin turbo V six. Real twin, twin turbo V six. So it's 325 horsepower when you run premium with a 10 speed and it's got 427 gears. Wow. So like it puts the power to the ground quick. Yeah. You know, and uh, yeah, it, it just, it runs. Wow. It, Dude, it, it looks, I mean, not only does it obviously perform well, but it looks good. I mean, I've, I would be honest with you. I've never been a Ford guy ever. I mean, you know. I've been a Toyota guy my whole yeah. life, and and Dude. I've like seen these things like this. I'll I'll tell you what the stock ones that I've seen. Some of them look like soccer mobiles, you know. Yeah. Like oh mom, yeah, definitely, hundred percent soccer mom. Yeah. But dude, like the one you have and the ones that are built up, looks, yeah. like the ones we saw at Expo today. Like there was some I was like, dude, that is freaking yeah. badass. Like, yeah. oh my god. And you know what's funny is like you keep hearing rumors of like the the Toyota Trail Hunter or yeah. you know these things that 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 are. 
you know, potentially coming out yeah. because they're now they're going to have to compete. Like well, you said, Ford is like bypassed everyone, yeah, and, everyone. And, and, you know, and like it's funny, like when now Ford, they're trying to keep up. They're trying to keep up. You know, Ford came out with the EcoBoost and the F one fifties in what two thousand twelve, I think. And like when when they took a you know they didn't take the V eight out, but when they offered a small powertrain and a full size truck, people went crazy. Yeah, like oh, what you can't do that. You know. Yeah, yeah. And now everyone's doing small displacement twin turbo engines. Yeah, it's more efficient. That if you cut weight, your you know your sprung weight. And then with less weight, you can have less power and have a more exhilarating feel in the seat, right. which is what you want. Right. You know, like that's what the Tundra's got in it too. The, it? Yeah, yeah, the Tundra's got a small displacement, and like yeah. the Toyota's a great platform. And a vehicle like the Bronco is going to make everybody innovate. You know, competition breeds innovation, and the people that benefit from that are me and you. Yeah. You know, like, you know, because Toyota's gonna the sixth gen Forerunner and the fourth gen Tacoma. I'm sure will be freaking gnarly yeah you know like they're gonna have to be they're gonna have to yeah they're gonna, they're gonna have, have to, to step up the new wranglers so when they come out will be gnarly right the, you're gonna see no more 3.6 pentastars you're gonna see inline six-cylinder turbo engines in the in the, in the jeeps and they're gonna run yeah like they're gonna have so much power they're gonna go from you know eight speeds to have 10 speeds yeah you know to be competitive and right like, they'll be they will run and like we get to benefit from more rad cars yeah you know like, yeah i know i keep telling robin i'm like well you know Gonna have to get a new vehicle pretty soon. Yeah. Like, this is getting up there, you know. It's just like, miles go, go, this thing? Uh, 180. Wow. And uh, but but at the same time, the, I've owned three Forerunners, and the last one I sold with 280 thousand, and my first one I sold with 300 thousand, and the guy's still driving it. It was a 91. Yeah. Wow. And he's still driving it. Dude. Wow. I think the only thing he's done to it is change out the transmission. Dude, I mean it. like. Like but you can't beat Toyota reliability. I know. I mean, like they, they're, they're just they're they're good at that. You yeah, know, and they always have been, and they always will. Yeah, you know? absolutely. I, I, you know, and I really, I think my next, my next purchase is going to be a, an FJ again. Yeah, like that was by far the most killer yeah. freaking platform I've ever driven. But I have not driven the Bronco yet, so we'll have to see. Yeah, yeah. We'll have to. <laughs> you're like you. I've had some like die hard i bleed this people yeah that like i will never ever ever blah 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 and they get in and it's like wow that was that was pretty cool really I'm like i told you man <laughs> dude just watching that thing like i said today on the track i was like wow that thing's pretty cool like just like i, I don't know i've stood on the throttle for like miles over terrain that you would just like there's no way you're gonna go that fast over that and like literally stood on the throttle and completely feeling control and, and it's just, it's composed it's composed the whole time wow yeah, you'd never get that with this. No. Yeah. Like tires off the ground, like. Yeah, like pucker factor of eleven. Yeah, but yeah. like you're just cruising. Like it doesn't feel like it, but you know, people outside like you were off the ground, bro. I'm like, oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I remember. I remember seeing some stuff at Hammers. I was like, oh, oh my, my god, god yeah. dude, like that's insane. That's just, that's you got a, bigger balls than I got, man. Holy so hell. That that was a loner Bronco, and like <laughs> the reason I was there, and again to, to give you guys perspective, this was an Outer Banks. Bronco that is kind of like the soccer mom of Broncos, right? You know, it's it's meant for it's meant for the beach. That's why it's called Outer Banks. Yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, it's got thirty-two inch Bridgestone tires on it. That it's it no undercarriage protection. You know, it's it's it's, it's a cool truck, but it's not my kind it's of not truck. set up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So they were supposed to get me this one at Hammers. I was supposed to fly in, get it, and drive home with it. Oh, really? Didn't make the timeline. So mm. they're like, what's your plans to get the hammers? Like, well, no Bronco, no plans. Like, I sold both of my Toyotas. Like, I have no I have no car. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know, like, what do you want me to do? Yeah. Well, we got the loaner on our banks. You can take. And I'm like, 
Have you ever been to Hammers? <laughs> yeah. Where where was it at? It was in California. It was in Colorado. Oh, in Colorado. Yeah. So, um, like, have you seen Johnson Valley? Yeah. I was like, have you? I mean, I know it's, it's you know, you guys know it's a proving ground for Bronco. Like, that's where you guys developed and did all the engineering and testing and development and stuff. And like, it's a pretty gnarly terrain. Yeah, it's you know? unforgiving, definitely. And uh, yeah, yeah, you'd be fine. I'm like, all right. So I flew to Colorado, picked up the loaner, and drove from Colorado to Johnson Valley, and I beat on that outer banks dude for a week in the desert i remember seeing videos yeah, yeah that was insane i have and it made it through it all it did all of it man it's crazy you know, the, and that that was just like a base model yeah just four cylinder wow yeah wow ripping sand dunes you know i had people message me on instagram like you you embarrassed my buddies today because they couldn't make it up and i'm just blasting past them in a four banger for bronco wow <laughs> dude what what kind of like in, what what suspension are they putting on that thing like on this one, like the one you have, what what does that so have on it? So this one sits two inches higher than like the Outer Banks does. Um, it's they call it a Sasquatch or the Haas 2.0 suspension, which is oh man, I don't I honestly don't remember what that stands for. It's like I forgot what it stands for, but it's got a Bilstein reservoir coil over front and rear because it's uh, independent in the front. Obviously, everybody knows that. Yeah. And then the back is set up kind of like um, you know very similar like a. Like a Wrangler, you know, it's it's like a five link, you know, two trailing arms and a track bar. Uh-huh. You know? And uh but they've got the coilovers, it's a real large coilover in the back and they've got a position, so it just you know, with the honesty man, like it's it's really impressive. Like really, really impressive. If you get the Sasquatch, if you get the the non Sasquatch, it's you, you wanna upgrade it, you know. Yeah. Well depending on who you are, you know. Right, right, you what know, you're dealing yeah. in. Yeah. If you're one if you're us, you're yeah. definitely gonna yeah. want that. But like that, I mean like Again, thirty-five stock. It's it's got. I mean, I ran. I I spent. I, I went and crashed Easter Jeep Safari. I ran. I followed Jeeps around on one tons and forties, right on their bumpers. Wow. Stock Bronco. Yeah, <laughs> dude, know? that's that's impressive, man. I, every every time I I see one of these things out there, I'm you know that's done up. It just like I told you, I'm just like, man, that thing looks yeah. like it is yeah. a beast. Like what? What are they building for these? I mean, I, I know a guy when I was at the truck brigade booth today, a guy came up and he's like, yeah, um, you know, it's hard to find stuff for, you know, the new yeah. Bronco. And they're like, actually, we have Bronco brigade now and, you know, we can get you anything you want for that. But like, what what are you seeing out there that that is impressing you that they're building for these things? Like, you know, what, what would you say? Like, if you were to buy one, like, what would you want to set it? How would you want to set it up? What would you go out and buy? So that that's an interesting question, man. So like my, my stylistic preference on on cosmetics and functionality i i think is is shifting over the years mm-hmm. um and and what i'm meaning by that is you know like my forerunner was was fully overlanded out and my tacoma was fully overlanded out and uh because of this platform i can go faster mm-hmm. and i'm liking it get ready for the greatest roast of all time the roast of tom brady a Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. If that makes sense. Yeah, so, instead of having all that weight hanging yeah, off you. Yeah, and so I, I'm getting to where, you know, less is more is starting to impress me more mm-hmm. so you know when, when it comes to that things that are extremely lightweight 
you know, obviously, you know, a lot of people make armor, but when there's aluminum or things that save weight where traditionally, like when you put something heavy, it's just like, man, that's, you're adding a lot of sprung weight on the suspension. Like think the dynamic changes in, in the driver's seat right. when you start adding that kind of stuff. And yeah, so, absolutely. you know, the companies that are like, the, <clears throat> again, the front bumper's modular, but like RTR has, you know, bumper corners where, it, you know, you can take off half the bumper and put those on and like, while that is a lot cosmetic, I have video where I was literally rubbing bumper corners in Moab on, on rocks, and, like, you can see the bumper kind of flex. Oh, wow. It, you know, like, just because I'm literally using the bumper as a guide to s slide around a rock in right. the front corner. <laughs> right. Which, that's why you get a bumper, you know, and, uh, you know, like, just being able to not replace a whole bumper and add, you know, five bolts, and now I've got a lot more rigidity in the front without having to add a 100-pound bumper in the front end. Like, that's that's impressive to me. You yeah, know, like yeah. Little, without little, having to do a full wrap around. Without having to yeah. do a full thing. So, like, little things like that, you know, and, like, obviously I would love to run a winch. Um, you know, there is there is trails that I have not driven because I don't have a winch, and I know for a fact that there's a high winch capability. You know, I might probably I would need a winch. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, I've, I found myself avoiding some of those places, but on the other side, it's like... I like that it's light and yeah. nimble and like I can go fast. Right. <laughs> you know, and like yeah. not worry about like, man, I'm going to get real washy with it, you know, because again, you start adding all that stuff, which is great. And like, you know, I, I probably would still do it, but you know, you got to, you got to add, you know, spring rate mm -hmm. to, to compensate to make it ride right. It's engineered to do what it's, you know, so. Yeah. Which is why when you build a vehicle, like the suspension is. Key. One of the most important things because everything floats on that, yep. you know, and like if yep. it's not dialed and, and built correctly to handle all the weight, you know, then like it changes the, the, the dynamic of how it is going to handle, it's gonna, how it's going to perform, all of that stuff. So, I don't know, man, I just, uh, I'm, I'm liking like a back bumper and... It, it had that particular model has no skid plates on it, so I'm going to do some undercarriage skids, yeah, and like. <clears throat> play with it like that for a while and then like as i get to okay i need this and then i'll add something right it's it's honestly kind of where i want it man i mean lights bumper corners bumper in the back power management system for off-grid stuff i got my fridge in it my compressor you know i flat floor i can sleep in it yeah that that mattress you have is pretty that's sick amazing <laughs> that yeah. thing's awesome it really is man yeah it's, it's, i was a little worried about it but um just because i've, I've never slept inside my vehicle like that i've always right. had a rooftop tent and right. um part of my <clears throat> contract I can't run a rooftop tent per Ford because that is a early pre-production Bronco. So it's a 2021. Oh, so it's not rated for it. it on top, the top is rated for, it, but that model does not have a sway bar in the back. So, oh. so liabilities for Ford. If I die or you know roll, whatever something happens, right, right, then you know Ford, that could, makes sense. Ford could be liable. Right. And also, like. There are customers that have early 21s that don't have sway bars too. Mm -hmm. While it doesn't need it, again, you increase you know center of gravity, like ride dynamic changes. So right. if a customer does it, now they saw an ambassador don't, you know, so there's, a, I, I understand. I mean, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's liabilities yeah. and insurances and stuff. So. Yeah, and if, you know, if you're, you know, like you said, if you're able to purchase this thing in the future, you can do whatever you want to at oh, that yeah. point. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. then it'll be on like Donkey yeah. Kong. <laughs> oh, yeah. I hope I get to buy it. Man. I do too, man. That'd be so sick. Like, like even if I don't, I will. I will straight up go order one and pay full price for it, man. Like that's how much I believe in it. Wow. Yeah, like hundred percent. A lot to be said about that. Yeah. Man. Wow. Like, what um, was I going to ask you? Uh, oh man, I totally forgot what I was going to ask you about that. 
Yeah, I love you too. Yeah, I love you too. <laughs> <laughs> um, what what have you been you know been hearing from Ford as far as like you know what are their plans for this thing in the future? Like what with Bronco or the Ambassador program? Both. What do you think that they're going to do in the future with the Bronco? Do you think they're going to do anything more to this, or that they've got other plans, or for other like applicate other platforms for other vehicles they're, that they might bring back, or is this just like their their flagship? You think they're going to roll with this for a while, or you think they're going to like focus on, you I, know? I, I again, I I cannot speak for Ford. I do not. You know, I'm not that deep, whatever. But in the little conversations that I've had with the powers that be. Ford has got a lot of stuff in their pocket. They're not even showing people yet. Yeah. Um, this obviously is a huge piece of what they're doing right now, but they're they're making a really big push into EV stuff. I think you're going to see more of the enthusiast vehicles that go EV. I yeah. Think that could be a, a possibility. Um, I think you're right, too. You know, I, I think for people like you and me, the range obviously would be a huge... Uh, I don't know, worry. Yeah, you know? yeah. And the charge time and too. The charge like, time, yeah. you know, battery technology I think needs to needs to come up a little bit before that happens. However, you know, off-roading, the instantaneous torque of an EV, like the throttle control oh when God, you're crawling yeah, would be just amazing. Yeah. You know, like Can you imagine that? Yeah. I mean, it would be so easy to to manipulate and control things when it came to off-road. Yeah, totally. You know? Yeah, so, with that instant throttle response and like then that. like Having, I mean, your the center torque in itself. Well, the torque and the center of gravity is going to drop like eighteen inches because yeah. there's no more there's no more frame transmission transfer case above the frame rails anymore. Like battery packs and motors are going to be frame Hello. level. Yeah. So like, you're going to be stuck to the ground if that ever comes to be. Dude, have you ever driven one of those Teslas? Like the no, I haven't. Oh, actually. dude. No. I I have not screamed like a little girl <laughs> in a long time, and I screamed like a little girl the well, first dude, time I drove one because when the guy was with floored it yeah and we went from like zero to 70 so, like right now yeah i mean it was like put your freaking head into the yep. seat like holy crap yeah what the hell just happened i uh i actually recently had the privilege uh ford invited me to detroit when they launched the ford lightning yeah so i got to go to the plant where they're building the lightnings and see like the first one come off the line that's sick dude i saw some of that footage so that i got insane. to shake the ceo of ford's hand you know like it was like super awesome wow but uh, we got to ride in the Lightnings, and uh, you know I've been in EVs before, never driven them, but I've been in you know hybrids and stuff. And obviously, instantaneous torque is is a, it's it's you, you just it's hard to explain. You you've got to feel it. And yeah, know it. it's weird because you're so used to our whole lives yeah. driving something that's just like yeah, and, and like, to have that just like instant right now. So at you your know, fingertips, yeah. Is, we all piled into a four door F one fifty, and we're doing this little course thing, and you know. The guy don't tell us what he's doing, and he just dumps it, man. And like same thing, all four of us just heads on the headrest, and like we couldn't peel like, ourselves, oh, couldn't peel ourselves off until he lifted. And we're like, damn, dude, you dude, could have warned for us, real. you know? And like yeah. having a full size truck that just rockets out of nowhere, and like the it's silent, it's freaking unheard and, of. And the I can't describe it, but the feel of how it. Like the center of gravity was so you were stuck to the ground. You just feel like you're secure, it, it like just, the confidence. Oh yeah, that's is how like this insane. is insane. That's how yeah. this is. The comp, it's almost I can imagine. It's almost scary because I, you know, in in the with the wrong driver, too much confidence can be a bad thing. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, and like there, you know, I, I consider myself very good at what I do, and there's been times where I'm like, ooh, I should probably back down a little bit. That was a little rowdy. But did like, you take this thing on Black Bear too? Not this one. I took the Outer Banks on Black Bear. Jeez, dude. <laughs> <laughs> 
It was so, dude. I was following like. Oh my god, dude! I was following. You know, uh, you know, a lot of Brett Black Bears is technically easy until you get to the switchbacks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so you get to Bravo, like, once you falls get, and you're like, oh. When you god. get to that, it's that's that it it gets serious. Yeah, you know, and yeah. uh, can so, I turn back? <laughs> yeah. So we're following like literally two Jeep like squads. You know, like a whole, like the whole crew, man. You know, yeah. Like fully built, like badass jeeps. I mean, can't discredit. They were, they were awesome rigs. Yeah, you yeah. Know? And like, yeah. And, and like, I'm in a stock on on street <laughs> city, like passenger Bridgestone tires, Outer Banks Bronco, with no protection, no nothing. You wow. Know? And they're like, you're gonna take that down that? I'm like, fuck yeah, I am. <laughs> 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 and uh you know we got to the switchbacks and the trail turn assist like i did every single t- one shot all the turns all the switchbacks you know trail turn assist what's that so it it's kind of like a dig uh-huh. it locks up the left or the right tire and it man it'll just pull it front and around a sharp turn wow yeah like um, totally felt completely safe oh yeah yeah not like yeah. puckered at all no wow like i mean like that yeah, whatever turn you're going, you know, like on the switchbacks, it would plant that back tire, and it literally just swings the front end all the way around. Jeez, man, that's crazy. You know, and you're watching the Jeeps do, you know, a couple, you know, it wasn't just Jeeps. We had old Broncos with us, too, and, like, they, you 20 know. 20-point turn. Yeah, 20-point <laughs> turns to get around some of those things. And, obviously, like, you don't you don't want to use that everywhere because, you know, there's your dragon tire here and there. But, like, some of the trucks backing up to make those turns, Dude, like, they're so spinning sketchy. tire oh backing up. Like, yeah. the, the trail erosion is the same. It's just, it's yeah. it's a lot safer to just make sure you're not right on a ledge when you can hug the inside ledge yeah. and not a drop-off. Dude, a couple weeks, speaking of that, a couple weeks after I saw you posting that stuff, I saw that footage of that Jeep. Oh, I know. Oh, yeah. dude, I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. I've never been so puckered and so white-knuckled anywhere yeah. wheeling. Than I have in Uray, yeah. like ever, yeah, like anywhere, yeah. Uray. Like I've done Uray's, some pretty dude, gnarly places, like dude, just driving into Uray, like on the highway, you <laughs> know, like, dude, like Silver Dollar Highway, yes. like, dude, or what is it, Million Dollar Highway, Million Dollar Highway, yeah. yeah, like just just that alone, like the semis that do that, dude, like I on know, the way in out, the snow, those guys no got some way, big ones, man, yeah, like they're they got. Dude, know. I I talked to a guy up there that was a plow operator on oh, that God. stretch road between Uray and Silverton, and yeah. he's like. I was like, dude, there's no guardrails. He's like, yeah, we can't have them. I'm like, why? He's like, because we got to push the snow off the edge because we have nowhere to put it. Yeah. I'm like, dude, you guys are freaking yeah. legit. And there's that, that have you seen, uh, like, uh, I think it's before you get to Ironton, there's like a memorial for the cat, like for the snow yeah. flowers on yeah. the floor. <laughs> like, dude. Dude, I remember the first, actually the first time I went to URA was when I first met you. <laughs> yeah. When you had, you had the, you had this there, I think. Uh, Yeah. It on was this and the, 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 the Smitty Bill. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that was my first time ever going to URA. And so, like, when I rode in on Million Dollar Highway the first time, like, I, like it takes a lot to make me nervous. And I was like, damn, we haven't even hit mountain passes yet. Yeah. Like, it's like is- an 800-foot drop-off. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it might be more than that, actually. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, obviously now it's not that bad because you've you know, done it a few times. But. Yeah. I know that first stretch of, like, Alpine Loop when you're, like, on that oh, cliff, yeah. hugging that cliff, yeah. dude. We were going up there that first time. I think you were with us, actually. Yeah. On that run. Because your brother was in the... In the Tacoma. Yeah. And yeah. Does he still have that thing? Uh, yeah. Dude, that thing's freaking sick yeah. now. Yeah. But I remember going up that trail and I saw an ATVer that was freaking mm. on their side. Like, they were coming down. And they spilled that thing over right next to that cliff on that side. I was just like, oh, my God, dude. dude so what are we doing up here? But now, like you said, it's like no big deal. But, man, the first time you're like, oh, yeah. my God. 
that trip actually you know that the day before i think it was the first trail day uh you know we went to the, the fj summit group and like that event taught me i will never go with big groups like that on trails yeah because it takes forever and like a lot of people don't know what they're doing. Now. Yes, and, and it's dangerous. It's dangerous. At that point. It's yep. dangerous. Yeah. Not only for them, but like for me. You know, I was I was behind a full runner, and uh, on the radio, I heard the guy goes, "What does four L mean, and how do I use it?" Oh. And like, <laughs> we're, we're up in it already. Yeah, you know, it's like, yeah, yeah. dude, you what? You've never turned that on before. Like, like what are you doing? This here? is not the place to not know how to use your no. your your equipment. No, you know? not like, at all. So, and even like the the easy you know what they yeah. consider easy trails up there there's some gnarly spots where like if you don't know what you're doing like there's it's death it's death it's death yeah, it's de there, there there's no room for error yeah you know and like yep. i think that's a that's a one of the maybe downsides of social media is that everybody is an expert in these mm -hmm. things you yep. know and like that's why you know people like me and you through this platform i think that's a the biggest thing that we can do is to to it's okay to not know what you're doing yeah don't yeah. don't be prepared when you Be get prepared and don't let your ego out outdo your your you know what i mean like absolutely especially know. the guys with their families man i remember like coming in and out of uh corkscrew gulch a couple times and you go over that bridge right oh, there yeah. yep. and there's that wash mm -hmm. and uh, dude i like the first or second time we went through that both times there was an fj on its top yeah jeep on its top in that in that yep. wash from going you know and you're like dude how the hell and it's a narrow bridge yeah. you know i'll give them that but I don't know how the hell people do stuff like that. Yeah. You're like, dude, how, were you drunk or were you just not paying attention? But then you look look at the person and you talk to the people and you're like, did they just inexperienced? They just weren't paying attention. All, they didn't know where yeah. to put their tires. They're, 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 you know, you, they didn't know like the you know. I know and you know like if I'm driving this on a trail, I know exactly where my tires. Yes, are. My you front have left. to. You, you have to you know have wheel to. placement. You have to know your front you, right. You've you got know? to watch you know 20, 30 yards ahead of you to know yeah. like where your line is potentially going to be because yep. like you can't afford to make an error yeah. in some of those cases because it is death. Yeah, and these people do. They just don't. Yeah, it's it's sketchy. I'm I'm. I don't know. I we, we, when we, when we did uh, trucks and tacos the event in Big Bear a couple of years ago before COVID, it was hugely successful and it was super fun. And we did that that um, uh, the show during the day. We had like fifty or sixty vehicles yeah. up at the show, and they you know it's just like a basically like a you know show your rig kind yeah. of thing. And then we did this this taco catering thing right after that. My buddy's um, restaurant right next to where we had the show, they they catered the whole thing. We did raffles and stuff. And then we took people on trail runs all the way into camp that night that I led. And I had like, dude, like 20 vehicles following me out there. Wow. And then we had more that met us at the campsite later on. And we camped together. And then we did our trail run from there to Pioneer Town, which is this desert town. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Towards Johnson Valley, yeah. kind of from Big Bear down there. Yep. I haven't been there, but I don't it's super yeah. cool. Yeah. And we did that the next day and I led that, you know, and afterwards I was thinking like, yeah, that was bitching and we want to do it again. I actually did it with Ryan from truck brigade yeah. and, um, he's a cool dude. He is man. And TJ's awesome too. Yeah. And, uh, but afterwards I was thinking, man, like, like, you know, luckily we had people that knew what they were doing. Yeah. Is there were some spots where like, you know, the worst Worst case scenario goes through your mind like afterwards, like man, what if that happened or what if this yeah. happened or yeah. you know, well, like reading this, you know. And it was like there was no waivers, there was no yeah, like you know exactly. nobody paying. You're just kind of on your own. That was the thing. Yeah. Like you can come to our event, but you're on your own. Like yeah. you know, we're not responsible for anything. But but at the same time, you know, doing what I do for a living too, I'm always thinking about that stuff. And after the fact, I thought about it even more, and I'm like, man, like like you just said, like 
all it takes is one jackass, oh, yeah, one, you know, yeah. one person that's inexperienced that doesn't know what they're doing to drive off a cliff or do something that yeah. puts other people in danger. But, you know, at the same time, you want to provide that experience for people yeah. and, and show people how to do this safely and yeah. how to have fun doing it and how to be prepared yeah. and how to go about it. But, I, I man, think that just comes down to like, you know, if, if you're going to, you know, take on that responsibility, then, you know, obviously, you know, we you know, are a little more educated and I won't go do things. I won't go run something that I've never done before by myself either. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like until I know that I've, okay, I know what to expect. I know where this and that is that, you know, I'll, I'll wait till I can go with somebody that way yeah. there's a second person there. We both have each other to keep eyes on the vehicles and spotting, whatever. But like, if you're going to take that, you know, quote unquote, I don't know, trail lead a responsibility. Like that's a big responsibility. It is. It is. You got to know what you're doing. You know, and, and like, you got to know it's, like, it's a lot of like work. You said what you're coming it's across. It's a lot of stress, you know, yeah. and like it, you know, it's, you have to, you know, provide that experience so that way those people do learn and get better. But like it almost requires you to get out and like babysit. Yeah. Know? Yeah. So, and luckily that where we did it, you know, I knew that place like the back of my hand is, I mean, I yeah. lived there for 20 years. Which so. is why you can go do that. Yeah. Right? But yeah. Like, but like, you know, you always think about afterwards, like you hear these like horror stories and you're yeah. like, Oh man, like that could totally happen to us. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, like you said, yeah. you just got to know what you're doing. You got to know where you're taking people. You got to know yeah. that where you're, where you're bringing them is going to be safe that, yeah. you know, the chances of anything happening is going to be slim and none. Yeah. Hopefully. But you know, things happen yeah. and, and, uh, you know, some things are out of our control, but man, I'll tell you what, like, I, I don't know that I would want to be a trail guide in your ray. Like I thought about doing it one year and I was like, man, like thinking about the stuff you were just saying, you know, yeah. I'm like, Oh my God. Like if something happened to somebody or somebody died or like, yeah. Oh dude, like you would never, I, I don't know how you'd get over that. Like, oh, yeah. It's so funny to say it because like, you know, we obviously both of us have done a lot of trails with, with guides, even, you know, people that are experienced spotting and like with the Ford thing, like they have these off radio things. And like, I've done a lot of stuff with Ford at events and out of events. And mm -hmm. like, they always have really educated people. And like, I commend these guys because it is a ton of work. Oh yeah. You know, and like some of these drivers like have never had a full wheel drive. Right. That buy these things. You right. Know, or, or even not just the Broncos. It's, you know, all people buy stuff that have never done, which is great because they're trying to, you know, get into something new. Right. You know, right. New, like it's, it's wonderful. But you know, those, those people that, that lead and guide, I have a lot of respect for them. Yeah, dude, me know? too. Because that's a, me too. It's, it's a lot of work. Yeah. Like you yeah. said, it's a huge burden not, to wear on your shoulders. You're you not know? eyes on four tires, your eyes on, you know, sometimes a hundred. Yeah. You know, and like, yep. that's a big responsibility. It really is. Yeah, it really is. So, yeah. It's, that was a really cool event, actually. FJ Summit was uh, was really really neat. I mean, that kind of inspired us to do trucks and tacos, and and it was like hugely, po you know, uh, successful. Like I couldn't believe it. Ryan and I were just like, "Holy crap, we should do this again." <laughs> and then like COVID hit, yeah. and it was just like, "Oh, that shut that down." Well, we're we're in the planning stages of maybe doing one again. Uh, and I have a lot of ideas to make it, you know, that much better. And you keep uh, me posted. I'd, I'd like to come. I will. I will. Yeah, it was super fun, man. It was like. You know, just like the podcast, like it's yeah. super authentic, chill, like just, you know, there's, there's no, you know, there's no BS. It's just, we're out here having a good time getting to know people. And, you know, and my, my rules for that event, I was like, you know, kind of vetted people that yeah. like, you know, most people I knew that were coming. Um, but it was like, this is a family event. Mm -hmm. There's no drugs. There's no, no alcohol. alcohol. There's yeah. no idiot partying at mm -hmm. camp that you know if you're going to yeah. come camp with us we don't put up with that shit and yeah. we'll freaking t send you on your way yeah. um and Those people uh, get rowdy man yeah and i think there's a huge there there is i think there's a huge population of of us that you know 
were, you know, even the younger, you know, uh, gr group of, of overlanders, some of them don't want that. You know, no. they have yeah. families. They want to yeah. go enjoy themselves without having some belligerent idiot, yeah. you know, doing this or doing that. And, you know, I, I'm okay with being around some of it, but, yeah. it, it, you know, to, if to, I don't... To an extent. To an extent. And, yeah. and you know what, there's... I, I, I don't know. I Recently, I had to turn down going on a trip with a group from Arizona um, because nothing against them at all. And they're great people and they're doing some awesome stuff and it would have been a blast. But it was like one of those trips where I was like, this is something I would go like with you too, yeah. you know, yeah. like not with my family, my yeah. wife, my yeah. kids, yeah. you know, and there was like nothing <laughs> crazy going on, but there, you know, yeah. people well, I, that were, you know, that just wanted to enjoy themselves and that that's their business and stuff. Yeah. But I was like, it just like was an environment that I just like in my gut was like, I don't know that I want to yeah. bring my family around this. Yeah. And, and like I said, nothing against them at all. And that's yeah. their business. None of my business. You want to, you know, that's your lifestyle. That's the things you enjoy. Yeah. But it's just stuff that you got to be careful yeah. in, you know, putting your kids around just because you just, I just don't want to expose my kids to that yet, yeah. you know? And, um, but with the events that we do, you know, that's a, that's a big thing for me is like, you know, this is catered to families and, you know, yeah. people that, you well, know, want to get out and not have to deal with that. That's too, what's so know? cool about overlanding. You know, like the whole, the whole point is to, you know, disconnect from the, you know, I guess the, the hustle bustle of your everyday, you know, whatever. And you know, go to somewhere that is, you know, breathtaking or mesmerizing and you just can't fathom, you know, the earth is amazing, man. And yeah. Like, there's so many, like I've met so many people that have never left the town they were born in. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, like, that it's is just crazy. so bizarre to me. I know. Me you too. Know, because there's so much beautiful country to see right here in our, in our nation, you yep. know, and like not including the rest <clears> of the world. Yeah. You know, but like you want to go to these places to, you know, to, to make memories, make heirloom memories that you can pass down for generations. Like, man, I, you know, I drove up, whatever, you know, whatever have we not driven up at this point? But, you know, like, you, people don't understand until their boots on the ground in some of these yeah, places. You yeah. can't, you can't describe the Grand Canyon. Yeah. No. You can't describe <laughs> Moab. Yeah. You know, you can't describe being on Imogene at 14,000 feet. Yeah. You've got to be on 14,000 Got to experience feet. that. You know, you've yeah. got to be winded from lack of air. You know, like, you, yeah. you just... That's the only way to to suck it all in, and, and once it, it's like a, I don't know, man, it's just it's an addiction. Once you, do it, it is, man. It's like a drug. <laughs> it it's, is. It's like a, a like a natural drug. Yeah. You're just like, this is the most amazing thing yeah. I've ever done. And like you, you don't, get, you who gets get, to see this? You know yeah. who who, I mean, <clears throat> you know, you've been to the top of Imogen, and you know, and like these trails in Ure and it, in in Moab and stuff, yeah. and you get to these these cliffs and these overlooks and stuff, and you're like. When you really think about how many people have been able to experience that, mm -hmm. it's not that many. Not that many. In you retrospective, know, to, yeah. 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 And like that's, top of the that's world incredible. In, yeah, top of the world in Utah, man, like that's probably one of my, one of the <clears> top <throat> like four for me. Just because really? it's, it's a 7,000 foot drop and it, it's just like the sheer magnitude of how small you feel. At you that. feel. Yeah. It's like, man, I am so insignificant in this moment in time. Yep. You know, and like. The earth is amazing. Yeah. You know, and like, it's just seeing that it's just, uh, man, like, yeah, I, I always think like when I'm in that, in that, uh, environment, you know, and I'm up on some Vista and overlooking stuff like that. I'm always like, like this didn't just happen. You no. know, this didn't just, well, then you, yeah. You know, the, the, I don't know. I don't want to get all crazy, but like, <laughs> you know, like. There was no big bang, and this didn't just all freaking appear yeah. out of nowhere. No, dude, like, I, there I, is a, an intelligent design no. to this. Like, yeah. this doesn't just happen. Well, like, no, dude, that I, I, I don't know. I, it's just crazy to think about that. I kind totally of stuff, can understand that. Like, there's, you know, 
a lot of a lot of everywhere <clears throat> is old ancient ocean beds. Yeah, you know, like a lot of Utah is you know Triassic era oceans. Yeah, that have it's like where'd all that water go? Yeah, dude, I instantly, How did you, <laughs> I instantly think like Noah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're up on these mountains, like <laughs> I'm like a bit on mountains with Jetta, and she's like, Dad, like we're at like freaking six, seven thousand feet up, you know, and she's like, Dad. There's a freaking shell up here. <laughs> How yeah. the hell did this get here? I'm like, <laughs> right? Unless some some and, and jackass then, poured all this stuff here. No. Like, how did this get here? And you then know, you, you sit there and you it's just insane. and your your mind just goes to wonder. And I think that's part of it, man. Like, you just get up there and you just wonder, like, man, how long and how did it get? Like, yeah, how? And then you just your curiosity just takes over. Yeah, right? yeah, and yeah. It's just like it's unreal, man. Yeah, it's unreal. Yeah, it's it's weird. <laughs> A weird way to think about things, man. You're sitting there, you know, witnessing this stuff. And like we said, there's like, there's not that many people in this world that get to do that, you know? And I feel, a lot of times, I feel privileged that I get to do this as much as oh, I do, dude, you know? 100%, it's, it's like, 100%. there's, like, who gets to do this, yeah. you know, no, like dude, that often, am, you know? I'm right there. That's why I'm so, like, I'm so grateful to Ford because, like, while I was already doing this, like, I, I've traveled more in the last 18 months than I ever have. And, like, I, 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 I'm getting to see like more and more amazing things because, yeah. of, because of this opportunity. And like, it's dude, I'm so stoked for you that you got that, man. Like that is so rad. I love watching your content. I love doing this with you too and getting yeah. updates. Like I'm so stoked yeah. you came tonight and hopefully this turns out. Okay. Yeah. I think so. But, man. It's uh, going rad. dude, you know, like I, I love going to expo every year. Cause like the people that I don't get to see very often, like they're you, they're all there. They're all there. Yeah. And you're like, what's up? You yeah. know, like, dude, I love that. That's probably my favorite part yeah. is just seeing people networking and like tomorrow I'm going to go and spend the whole day networking and, you know, and, and scheduling all my podcasts for the next year with everybody that I want to, you know, want to hit up and yeah. you being one of them. Sweet, and, man. uh, dude, I'm stoked. I just, I just love that environment and, you know, and I'm, I'm a social, you know, butterfly kind of person yeah. you know where i like i like just talking shop and yeah. you know like i talked to you for hours out here you know like well, I mean, it's, it's just so cool when, to get to be in that environment a with, bunch of like-minded, like-minded people together yeah. man. like it's just nothing can nothing can like compare to that yeah you know like yep. like obviously you got friends and stuff all over the places but like i've made some of the best friends off of social media and like through this me too you know yeah. I, have, I have better relationships with with people like you over people i've known since like grade school yeah you know, and like, yeah. I don't know, man. It's just, it's, it's really, really cool. What, what? Yeah, it is, man. I, I love the community that it brings. Like, even the podcast, like, has opened up so many opportunities to talk to people that, you know, now that we we've got relationships with, just friendships with, just like yeah. from talking. Like, yeah. you know, who, who are you gonna like? pull aside like on the street or in a store or somewhere and just sit and talk to them for two hours you know what i mean you're not it's like like, dude let me alone i got shit to do yeah like (laughs) you like carrots you like eating carrots i do too let's sit down and talk for a minute (laughs) (laughs) like you like lasagna yeah me too let's sit down and talk for two hours yeah it's like i mean you know that's kind of a dumb example but you know what i mean it's like you don't like sit down and and develop these relationships with people you know and like building friendships with people takes that time talking yeah. and getting to know each other yeah. and getting to know what your interests are and you know and being interested in the same things yeah. and you know and like that that does so much for you know i don't know it's just awesome no it I is love it. it is i love it i love it's, it's cool because you know people at least for me you know I, I i i like to try to do my best to inspire people and let them you know 
maybe live vicariously through the things that I'm doing because like you said, not everybody can do this. Yeah. And like I remember gosh, five years ago sitting in my office at work and like watching people doing all this cool stuff. I'm like, well, why can't, why can't I do that? Yeah. Like, you know, like, yeah, let's figure it out. Let's figure, figure out how out. to make this happen. You know, like yeah. I just started taking risks and I think that's a lot of what more people should do in life is just, you know, gamble a little bit with, with taking yep. a risk on doing what you love to do. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I and, think, I think that's a good point is I think a lot of us in the overlanding industry and, and, and doing what we do and getting out there on the trail are driven people, yeah. you know, they're driven yeah. to get out and to out, yeah. you, you know, you see all be. these like, yeah, like you, you see all these influencer that, yeah. that are like, you know, out and outdoors mm-hmm. and stuff and like they're doing it a ton and they're posting all this content and you're just like, oh my God, those people are driven like we are. Yeah. They're motivated yeah. to leave mm-hmm. their mundane, you know, normal routine thing yeah, behind and yeah. get out there and do something yeah. different for their lives. And like, for me, like the, one of the biggest things for my family that has just been awesome is getting my kids out there, yeah. mainly Jetta so far, cause she's, you know, 12 and Bodie's only a year and a half, but dude, the, the experiences that that little girl has had, like are far outweigh the experiences I had before cool. I was like 30. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like she's seen and been able to do yeah. so much more than like 90% of the kids yeah. that she knows, you Same. know, yeah, my dad, my, crazy. Dad, my dad would tell me that all the time. And then you know, my mom, even she calls me and she's like, I just, I can't believe all the stuff you're doing. Like, mom, I can't either. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, but it's just, we're just doing it, you know? And like, obviously the things I'm doing now are a lot more significant than they were five years ago. But you know, because of social media, everyone thinks that you got to have the wildest trucks and you've got to do the wildest adventures and like, yeah. that's that's not what it's about man it's yeah. it's it's about getting your family out of the house and going and spending time with them and like yeah. you said letting that experience just continue to grow because it will and influence other people yeah. because you're doing yeah. it yeah it influence other people yeah. and like the more you do the more opportunity that presents itself the more opportunity that you take a lot of people see opportunity they don't take it yeah you know and like because they're not risk takers like they're not are. risk takers yeah. and like i would much rather be the person that throws my hand up for every opportunity and go, I won't do that again. Yeah. Versus like, damn, I wish I would have, what would have. Yeah. Or like 10 years from now, looking back on like, dang, I wish I would have done that. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. yeah. That's my biggest thing. Yeah. I was like, I always tell Robin, my wife, this too, like, and this has happened a bunch of times. <laughs> Cause I'm this dumb, this dumb entrepreneur guy, <laughs> you know, I'm like we need to do this. She's just like, okay and she trusts me you know yeah. and i always we always have this conversation i always tell her like i don't want to be 10 years down the road yeah. looking back going i wish we would have taken yeah. that you know yeah. we did the same thing with our uh, you know with a web development company a graphic design firm that i had for a lot of years and i'm like let's do this okay let's do it boom it was successful yeah not you know to the point where it was long term but it was okay it worked for the time yeah and then i had this crazy hair and you know wild hair and i was like oh, i want to be a firefighter she's like what and i'm like i think i'm gonna do this I don't want to be 10 years down the road yeah. thinking, man, I should have tried it. Yeah. And here I am 20 years in exactly where I want to be in my career. Yeah. And it's a long-term thing and it's going to provide for my family for, you know, our whole lives, hopefully, you know, and, uh, you know, in the solar business that I had, you know, it was the same thing. I would take this huge risk on this and then yeah. I stepped out of the fire service for a year, which was another huge risk, yeah. you know, like throw, not throwing away my fire service career, but, you know, stepping away from it to pursue something else that I thought yeah. maybe this will be better for my family. And the money was great, but it just in, ended up not being the right mix. And so luckily I was blessed and I took another risk and I went back to the fire yeah. service and, you know, but the point I'm making is 
it's okay to take risks. Yeah, no, you know, it totally everything is, is going to work out the yeah. way that I'm. I'm a firm believer in this. Maybe I'm wrong, but I believe that there's a reason for everything every, no, in your life. Hundred, everything 100%. is going to work yeah. out the way that the good old Lord wants yeah. it to work out for you. Yeah. And whether you think it is or yeah. it's not, it's gonna. Yeah. Either way, you're gonna yeah. keep living most likely, and that's, you're gonna keep going down the tracks one way or another. Yeah, you know, that's the amazing thing. So about take life. these risks. Yeah, dude. You know, life is a constant progression and an evolution of progress yeah you know and like it's so easy to to just get comfortable it is and stay stagnant yep you know and like until you take the risk you'll have to figure it out yeah and it's so fulfilling too man it is you know like the and don't get me wrong it is very hard to to be a business owner entrepreneur but yeah. like it's so much more rewarding with all the stuff that comes with the struggles, yep. you know, because like you get to a point where you just think you're looking at a wall and there's no way out of it. And all of a sudden, like it's gone and like, wow, that's look where we're at now. Yeah. Right? You've got like right now, you know, if you're like not doing anything, you've got like, okay, maybe 10% stress there's, and there's, whatever, right? When no, you're maybe like 50% yeah. of your success, but when you get a business that really takes off and you put everything into yeah. it and, or, or, or whatever, you know, yeah. even this, this ambassadorship thing that you're doing or, or what I'm doing with the podcast and it, when it becomes successful, it's like you get up to like maybe 50% stress, mm -hmm. but a 500% return yeah. on yeah. on success and, and pleasure mm -hmm. from doing, from putting the work in. Well, and and a lot of times it's long term and it's yeah. a legacy you can leave for your family. Yeah, exactly, you know? And the only regret I have, and I know you can relate to this more than probably anybody I've talked to. So you've been the same thing. You've been a business owner. Mm -hmm. You are a business owner. And you're a family man, and you're super passionate about what you do, and you're super passionate about your family and spending time with them. The only regret I have is not doing this earlier with my dad before he passed away. Oh man, that's tough. Yeah, that's, that's you know, that's I look, I look back at stuff, and I'm like, man, I wish so badly that I I had more time yeah, with him yeah, to do this yeah. kind of stuff, you know, because just the experiences that we've had, you know, the both mm -hmm. of us have had with our families, you know. I just wish that, you know, I, I could have had him there to experience it with, with us, you know, and, I and that's hundred percent relates to that man. My one, yeah. It's tough. That's the toughest thing. And I, I look at like my daughter and stuff too. And, and I'm like, man, I am, I'm so thankful. and I'm so blessed that I get to do these things with her. Mm -hmm. And, and I know like, you know, it just, life happens and you, you know, yeah. You you it, can't control the past. You can't control like. Well, that's what dude. That's why I say. But life, man, life is short. It is, man. It's you know, crazy. It's short. It's it's unpredictable. You know, uh, honestly, man. Like I'm I'm. That's where I think we relate the best. Is I uh, there was lots of times in eighteen and nineteen where I could have taken my dad with me and I didn't do it and I should have, and like I struggle with that daily. Yeah. Daily. Yeah. Because. He's not here anymore. Yeah. I can't, I can't do that. And like my dad is a big inspiration for how much I love to be outside, you know? And like, I wish I would have done it more. Yeah. It's crazy. With that being said, like I never in a million freaking years thought I would ever be doing a podcast or be speaking to people mm -hmm. and talking to people and interviewing people or anything of the sort. Right. Yeah. My dad did that for almost freaking 40 years of his wow. life you know and and uh he was a pastor of a church but that's what he did he he spoke in front of yeah. large groups of people and 
you know, he preached it up, man, you know, and he, it's funny, I go back and I look. My dad was like, he he wasn't, he didn't publicly speak, but he could speak. Like he, you know, at holidays and events, he would always want to pray with everybody. He just like. That's rad. He was the outgoing guy that like. Just had that heart. In a weird crowd, like he, all of a sudden he became the center. Yeah. He had that heart to just do that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, That's, I know, I, I look back at like recordings that my you know of my dad is they put would post my dad's sermons for every sunday or whatever you know on, yeah. web, on the church website or whatever and after he he passed i got all of the that audio oh. and like audio stuff of him like before he passed away he was in jerusalem um doing some filming because he was a photojournalist for the la times wow, for like 25 that's... years before he got in before he decided to do the pastor thing which i don't know why the hell you'd want to do that but he did and uh when you know he he was super involved in that after he retired from from being a pastor and uh he was overseas doing that with a friend of his and they're filming and doing some documentary stuff in jerusalem yeah and uh i got all of his equipment back when see that's where he passed away he was overseas when he passed oh, wow. and uh he was in kosovo actually they had just flown to kosovo to do some stuff and uh i got all of his camera gear and all of his stuff back shipped to me um and uh it came straight to me and there was, there was like recording stuff, like you know, like recorders and and uh, hard drives and stuff with audio and with things that he had been recording while he was on this trip, wow. like talking about the next day and what they're gonna do and like you know he would just record stuff, man. And I've got all that. That's cool. Man. And it's crazy to go back and listen to that, you know, and and. Uh, it's just inspiring to yeah. keep doing this, you yeah. know. I love, I enjoy this talking is, to people. Is, I enjoy cool, doing man. this, yeah. and it's like it kind of like you know, it's not like uh, you know, I'm not obviously not like preaching the gospel on here, but yeah. you know, but it's like I feel like you know, I'm kind of doing that sort of thing. You know, it's like a, I don't know, it's like well, it's all it's just like like an influence. You know, it's yeah, like well, that's you're, cool. You're, My dad kind of did the same thing, yeah. just in another yeah. another realm. You know, well, it's, it's like I don't you're know. peeling back the layers on on things that people didn't know was inside. You know, and like. There's there's more to be discovered if you just like open your mind. A yeah, bit, you know yeah. Like, that's I think what this platform is a can do or yeah. is doing. You yeah, know what I mean, like, yeah. So and it's cool too because there's like so many. Yeah, you know, there's tons of other podcasts out there, um, and there's other great podcasts. Um, but I just hope that this one kind of is something different for people. Yeah, bit, like more like I said, like authentic and just you know. We're having a conversation yeah. in a forerunner yeah. in the driveway in the forest. You know? <laughs> that sounds weird, put it that way. <laughs> yeah. This guy just drove by on a bike a little while ago. He's probably, what the hell are those two dudes doing and sitting in that truck talking? <laughs> oh, man. But, well, dude, I really appreciate you. Likewise, And man. Uh, I'm super amped to spend tomorrow yeah, hanging man. out with you maybe a little bit. Yeah, and definitely. um Dude, thanks for coming and doing this with me. And of course, man. It's I, It's been is, uh, super fun. Yeah, I've done, I think this is like my fourth podcast maybe, and this is probably the favorite, like, you know, like, uh, this is fun, man. Dude, yeah. I appreciate that, man. Yeah. Likewise, I love doing this with, with people, and, and this is the first remote one, and you were, you were honestly the influence that made me like, you know what? I'm screwed. I'm going to do it. I'm going to yeah. figure this out. I so. thought the idea was rad. Like, yeah. Yeah, dude, that's cool, man. Like, <laughs> I should just do this in the forum. Like a lot of my content five years ago was me and my Tacoma driving around the country. So I'm like, yeah, that's good. Let's, let's do it. Perfect, yeah. dude. I love it. Like, this is the most, like, awesome little setup in here. Yeah. It's, it's pretty sweet. A little but, sound booth. You know, it's yeah. quiet. Yeah. yeah. It's nice and romantic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Get> intimate. <laughs> 
But anyways, man, thanks yeah. so much for being Thank on you. with me tonight. And hopefully this turns out well. Yeah. And enjoy it. Thank you guys very much for listening. And thanks, Chase, for being here, bud. Thanks for having me, guys. Really, really stoked to see you again, man. And uh, here's to tomorrow. Definitely. I'm Will Cooper, host of HuntStand's Make Your Mark podcast. If you haven't already, download the free Waypoint TV app to listen to our podcast and watch the original films from HuntStand Presents anywhere, anytime, and on any device. Oh, that's awesome. Don't miss Thursdays with Saltwater Experience, brought to you by Golden Boat Lifts, every Thursday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.